Hey guys, how are you freaking doing? Did you miss me? Because I missed you. I'm going to try to be consistent, but it is Friday. Cheers to the freaking weekend. What is that? In the words of Rihanna? In the words of Rihanna, cheers to the freaking weekend. Before you say anything, I did not say her name wrong. It's just all of you that say it wrong. But I am committed to this podcast. I'm committed to you guys. I love talking to you guys. You guys are like my therapist. Because I don't have one. And until I get one, you guys are it. And to be honest, when I do eventually get one, you guys are still going to be it. But I'm committed, committed, okay? Phone, silent. Laptop, silent. Watch, do not disturb. So there's going to be no vibrations in the background. To my friend Taya. Shout out to Taya. I love her. She told me... I think it was my first episode. She said, hey, by the way, we can hear your phone every time it goes off. I was like, oh, snap. I know I tried to have it off with the last episode or two as well. But this past episode, I think my smartwatch went off. I'm not sure, but none of that no more. Those days are over. They are behind us. But how are, how are you guys doing? Tell me about your day. How are you feeling? I hope you're all hydrated and educated and feeling loved and giving love and being blessed and just having a grand old time because you deserve it and i love you guys i love you beautiful people so much and if you happen to be following this podcast or if you happen to like it i love you even more okay me and you we are besties but for me College has most definitely gotten better. I'm not contemplating my life decisions anymore. Still very much broke from buying all this last minute nursing things. That that was improper grammar. From buying all these last minute nursing things that I was told I wouldn't need until next semester. But oh no, no. I needed them like the first week of school. So that's about the only thing that's stressing me out right now. I don't have homework, homework. But I do have a lot of notes and studying to do. And actually, I do have one project due next week. So, this Labor Day weekend, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy my notes. When I say have fun, I mean have fun writing my notes. Because I have no weekend plans besides working and homework. So, that's how my life is going way way better than last week already i am grateful for that grateful okay but without further ado this podcast episode's topic is relationships and boy did y'all have a lot to say okay so like i said my beautiful lovelies you guys have a lot to say about this topic. I know like there's some topics that just like always have people talking. Controversial topics, relationships and love, just always, always that. And I get it. We're hardwired to want love. We're hardwired to want to give love. We're hardwired to want relationships. Well, most of us. A lot of us. Or at least we're told that it's natural and we're hardwired to do that. Either way, a lot of us do. So this is what you guys have to say about that. My first question was, can you guess? Are you single or in a relationship? And for some odd reason, it was an exact 50-50 split. I don't know what I thought it was going to be. I'm just used to everybody like... You always hear people saying, oh my gosh, being single sucks. But how many people do you hear talking about how happy they are in the relationship compared to that number? So I was surprised when it was 50-50. Me personally, I'm single. Never been in a relationship. I have my reasons. Um, My sister says I'm too picky. I say I just have standards. That's how that goes. Next question after that, what makes the relationship healthy to you? Because that's very important, especially in 2021. And the overarching theme here is communication. You want a healthy relationship? You need communication. That's a fact, but I'm just glad that 
the people that answer knew that too okay here are some of the responses people said communication and emotional availability can we just talk about emotional availability that is so important because i know there's some people out there that like to fix men i don't know why i'm not one of them i've never been one of them I'm like, come to me when you're already emotionally available and I don't have to fix on you. We can just be great and get even better together. But for some reason, all I've had are people that need to be worked on. Like, if you're not emotionally available, don't waste my time. Don't waste your time. Just do what's best for you to get to where you need to be. You know? Someone said, if you don't communicate, things will get messy and kind of toxic. Not kind of, girl. Very, very toxic. If you don't communicate, there is nothing. Someone said communication and honesty. No one likes liars. I don't think anybody likes liars. I don't even think a liar is like liars. Just why? Why lie? You're too grown. You get to an age where it's like, why are you lying? What's your purpose here? You're weird for that. Like lying for what? What do you gain here? Why do you want to? You know? I know exactly who this is, one of my roommates. So it makes a relationship healthy to you, not breathing. You know, ma'am, let's just say for a minute you are being honest here. I don't think everybody has a suffocation fetish. I mean, do your own thing, I guess. But um, I kind of want everybody to be alive, you know? Then I said, what makes a relationship toxic to you and i feel like it's way easier to name these off because people are just they hear about toxic stuff more than healthy stuff but honestly that in itself is kind of problematic and speaks to the relationships of this time period anyway so when i said what makes a relationship toxic to you someone said manipulation duh girl big duh and secrecy yes I feel like I don't have to explain those anymore, but yes. This person said no honesty. Exactly. What did I just say? Why lie? Gaslighting? Yes, boo. You gaslight me once. I'm lighting you on fire. No contact? That depends on the person. Like, well, everybody needs to have at least some kind of physical contact. I think that's the kind of contact you're talking about because I can't think of any other contact that's not physical. But there's some people who are very, very clingy. Some people who one of their love languages is physical touch. And there are other people who just really hate the idea and the action of affection. So no contact is toxic, but the degree varies. Me personally, one of my love languages is physical touch. No, never been in a relationship, but I just, I love hugging people. I really do. I would like some cuddles, some snuggles, some forehead kisses. I'm just one of those really touchy-feely people. I mean, obviously in a pandemic, I'm not going to be touchy-feely to everybody. But if you're close to me, I've probably hugged you at least 100 times. At least five of those times have probably been for five minutes and no compassion if you don't have compassion don't even talk to me because i'm a very empathetic person i just feel like when people go through things in their life and you're in a relationship with them they need you in that moment they need you in all their moments so if you're in a relationship and you don't have compassion i feel like you're emotionally unavailable and you need to go work on yourself okay okay this person said being sneaky and dishonesty. There's a theme of just lying here. So yeah, don't want to be toxic, don't lie. Just don't do it. Like I said, we're at the age now where we can say we're grown. Even though I'm 19 years old, I don't like to call myself grown. I like to say I'm an old teenager. Hold on to my youth as long as possible. But if we just face the facts here, I'm an adult. Don't tell anyone I admitted that though. But being sneaky and dishonest, yeah, why mm, why are you being sneaky? Because then we just know you're hiding something. What exactly are you hiding? We don't know. But the first thought is going to be another relationship. So just don't be sneaky. What's the point? 
unless you're planning a surprise party or something or a surprise in general what's the point oh this person had a lot to say what makes a relationship oh <laughs> i can't english today what makes a relationship toxic to you jealousy i was gonna say jealousy to a certain degree can be toxic But I feel like any jealousy that's over a small amount is just automatically toxic. Because some people just get jealous. If it's a heteronormative relationship, say the girlfriend has friends that are guys. There are some guys out there that do not want you to be friends with other dudes. Because they automatically get jealous or they're insecure and they think you're going to cheat. That's a you problem, not a me problem. Just don't be jealous. But then there's also people like me. I don't flirt with other people. But the way I am, a lot of people think I am flirting with them. Or a lot of people tell me that I look like I'm flirting, but I'm not. Me personally, I know. Before I say this, I know it's very out of character for a Gen Z. I know. I'm sorry. That's just how I'm built. I like holding still can English. I like holding eye contact with people when I talk to them. If you look away, I might look away, but there's also a good reason I'm just going to keep looking because I feel like there's a difference to a conversation when you're just talking to somebody versus when you're talking to them and looking in their eyes. If we don't make eye contact when you're talking, I feel like I'm not talking to a person really. Like there's no connection there. Like you're talking. Sure. Yeah, you're talking. But that's about it. That's about it. There's no depth. <laughs> Why'd I say that word like that? There's, there's no depth. There we go. That's better. Pettiness. Honestly, the pettiness can stay between your family members because let's be honest here. No one wants a friend that's absolutely petty. Nobody wants a relationship with someone that's petty. The only way you can be stuck with the petty person on purpose is if you're related to them at this point. Distrust. Yes, there's no trust. There's literally nothing. It's just like communication. Don't have communication. Don't have trust. Don't have a relationship. That's just how that. That's how that goes. You know. Still can't English. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a day. What makes a relationship toxic to you? Nice guys off the bat. Girl, I'm not gonna reveal your name. I'm just gonna reveal your nickname. Dulux Supreme. My skinny. You're speaking facts. It's always the guys that say, I'm not like other guys. Those are literally their exact words. I'm not like other guys. Or like, don't compare me to other guys. Or don't say all guys. Uh, they are the worst. They are the absolute worst. I'm not saying every single one of them is like that. I'm just saying every single one that I've had an experience with, they were the absolute worst. And if you hear this and get offended, you are probably one of them. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be like, I'm not talking about anyone in particular. Because I just said it's based off my own experiences. I'm not naming names, but if you feel a little sting, then if the shoe fits, wear it, sir. Just wear it. Look, it's a shoe given to you for free. You fit it, you wear it. Or someone else this is good what makes a relationship toxic to you when you only have it to be self-serving yes some people get into relationships not because they genuinely want another person to be happy with and they not because they want to make another person happy not because they want to give love to another person not because they want to do life with another person but because they just want a crutch to fall back on like sir you're supposed to be dependent only on yourself don't get a relationship for that. Someone said jealousy, lack of self-respect. Yes, please respect yourself. Please. Someone said lack of mental health education. Yes. And this is kind of hard for me. I mean, like as a nursing major, like I'm going to know extensive information about health, mental health. But this, it's low-key not even low-key it's very sad that like i'm about to say what i'm about to say but unlike most people my age 
I haven't dealt with depression, anxiety, anything like that. The only thing I have is OCD. And uh, my sister might disagree, but it's not like real, real bad to where like it takes over my life. Like the OCD you guys are talking about and like actual clinical OCD, they're like two different things. And uh, what I'm talking about, um, like the uh, clinical OCD, I'm pretty sure I have it. I got all the symptoms, it's there. I experience it. But it's not to the degree that some people have it, that a lot of people have it. And then what society throws around as OCD, like being overly clean and all that stuff, that's totally me. That's totally me. But like if someone's like dealing with depression or anxiety or like bipolar disorder or anything related to those things or anything else, or like any trauma, like very deep and a lot of trauma, um like i can't relate and i feel like it's hard like i'm gonna be empathetic but i feel like i'm do a better job of being empathetic when i can relate to you but whenever it comes to that stuff i can't really i can be there for you and i can empathize with you but i can't relate to you and i feel like being able to relate over a specific topic is what brings a lot of people closer on the opposite side of that i'm a very good listener i like to learn about people learn about their past and learn about i like to learn about mental health but like i'm not gonna use whoever i'm in a relationship with or talking to for like clinical benefits i'm not gonna do that i just want to know about you as a person if i'm in a relationship with you or talking to you i'm obviously interested in you i just want to know what makes you 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 know okay this person also said gender roles makes a relationship toxic. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, bro. Uh, dude I was talking to a little while ago. Uh, I wanted to go to the movies. And he said no because he wouldn't let me pay. I was like, well, I can't pay ever. He was like, uh huh, no. Money is a man's job. And when I tell you guys I got so mad, it's hard for me to get mad, truthfully. Like, I can be irritated, but to get me mad, it takes a lot. For him, it took that one sentence. Because my family is a family of very powerful, independent women, okay? My mom has five sisters. When they grew up, they had both parents, but their mom was very independent. She was a bad bleep woman, as she should. And as a result, so are all of them. Some of us had our dads around, some of us didn't. But my mom and all of her sisters they raised their kids to not need nothing from nobody specifically the women do not need nothing from nobody so when you're sitting up there like oh yeah money is a men's job sir you are so lucky you said that over the phone because when i tell you i got so mad i was smiling and twitching and i was literally not controlling my activity i was not controlling my activity like, I felt like my body was being taken over. Like, I was in it. I wasn't driving. I was in the passenger seat. But I was still there, you know? And someone else said, unexpressed expectations. Yes. Because if you want somebody that's going to be able to be romantic with you and going to be able to go on picnics with you and be spontaneous with you, but then the other person is like, I'm just a homebody. We just need to stay home, chill every single day. That's not going to work. You know? It's not at all so I just yeah this other person said too many fights that's self-explanatory and if both sexes put their hands on each other if anybody puts their hands on anybody it's a problem like uh, me personally all you need is one time you don't even have to complete your first time. You just have to attempt it and I'm out. I'm out of the relationship and you are out of consciousness. And that's just how it's going to be. Okay? But also, so that both sexes put their hands on each other. Sex and gender are not the same thing, but it could very well be two of the same sexes in a relationship. And there could also be a poly relationship. And I just, if anybody puts their hands on anybody else, it's a no. It's a no for me, dog, you know? And someone else said petty lies. Like we said, pettiness and lies, 
horrible. Put them together, even more horrible. All right. Next question was, have you ever cheated on your partner? 92% of you guys said no. I didn't really ask extensive questions on that, so I don't have much to say about that. Like, I feel like if you're if you're gonna cheat, just break up with the person, because at that point, why are you still together? But then there's people who have been in toxic relationships, and it's like you know the other person's cheating, so like you cheat just to get back at them. And I don't think two wrongs make it right. But um, I don't want to say situational. I just say cheating is bad. Cheating is bad. Like me personally, I can't even talk to you. <laughs> I can't English. Me personally, I can't even talk to two different people at the same time. So like for you to be in a whole relationship and to cheat next caller speaking of next next question have you ever been cheated on 42 percent of you said yes 58 percent of you said no this is sad because that's like almost 50 50 that's almost 50 50 for all of you who had to go through being cheated on i'm sorry i'm sorry like I, i've never been in relationships so i've never been cheated on but I have been talking to a dude and then he ghosted me and then a couple weeks later popped up with a girlfriend. So that's that. Well, he also uh, deleted me on everything. And then as soon as he broke up with who he was with, he added me back into his life like never, like nothing ever happened. Like he didn't just ghost me for eight months. I thought we were gonna pick up right back where he left off, sir. At this point, if me and you were the only two people alive, I would still choose to be single. That's how that went, with that one. Okay, and then the, the next question I asked after that was, what's considered cheating to you? Because everybody has their own definition of cheating. Like some people are like, oh, if you've been in a relationship with the, for a long time, go out and flirt. Like if you go out with your friends, flirt with other people. Don't cheat on your partner, but flirt with other people. And other people say, well, flirting is the cheating, so, like, you already messed up. So, I just, I like hearing people's responses to these questions, because, believe it or not, not everybody thinks cheating is the same thing. Okay, this person said, people can cheat emotionally or physically, and either one is just as bad. And yes, because I feel like people forget about that. People think cheating is just straight up, you had sex, you cheated, goodbye. I mean, yeah, that's cheating, but that's most definitely not the only form of cheating most definitely not this person said your significant other initiates physical contact with another and deliberately forms a romantic relationship like i said physical contact is automatically cheating yeah and then deliberately forms another romantic relationship sis if you want to be polyamorous just be upfront. don't cheat just don't cheat like if you already have a romantic relationship why find another one? Or if you think there's something missing in your relationship, talk to the person you're in a relationship with. Don't just go find it somewhere else. Break up with them or fix it. Don't cheat. Someone said doing specific private things with other people other than your own significant other. I feel like that's a pretty good way to put it because it covers a lot of bases. You know, like anything you would do with your in your relationship privately you probably shouldn't do that with another person like at all this person said anything you would do with your partner or should do with your partner to someone outside and that's pretty similar to what the other person just said so yes oh this is what i was saying somebody said flirting is considered cheating and to someone else that's not it just depends on the person there's degrees there's levels this person said, if anything you're doing with someone else, you feel guilty and have to hide it from your partner, unless your partner is toxic. That's true. If you feel like you have to hide it from your partner, it's probably cheating. But at the same time, it's not unless your partner is toxic. If they're toxic, you're toxic. You just happen to be cheating on a toxic person. It's still cheating. And if they're toxic, sis, 
leave why are you still there in the first place like you said they're toxic they're toxic this person said there's levels lol sis yes there's levels (laughs) she said flirting texting pictures kissing sex to all that to me personally i would say yes 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 then yes that is all right to me to someone else not all that is cheating to me yeah but like it also depends on how you're texting because yeah obviously you can text your friends but if you text something and you feel like you should hide it from me then you probably shouldn't be doing it this person said i think thinking about cheating is enough to count really girl you you cheating on lockdown okay security and then she also said but accountability to the individual that can be interpreted in many ways i'll leave that up to your guys what was i gonna say i'll leave that up to your guys's minds to figure that one out for your wheels to turn someone else said entertaining other people i know exactly what you mean yes Someone said, texting another girl that I haven't met. I'm thinking when you say texting, you mean romantically texting. Because if I'm in a relationship with a dude and he texts another girl, it could just be one of his best friends or something. Like, that's not considered cheating to me. And obviously, if I'm in a relationship with a girl and I'm texting another girl, it's just my friend that's not considered cheating. You know? If I'm in a relationship with a non-binary person and I just text anybody, I don't think that's cheating, you know? Someone said, anything you wouldn't do or say in front of me is considered cheating. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Someone said, texting females behind my back and going out to carry the actions of cheating. A lot of you are saying texting. I'm going to equate and assume here. Probably shouldn't make assumptions. But I'm going to assume that by texting, you mean like, romantic texting or sexual texting you know and then she also said going out to carry the actions of cheating what are the actions of cheating to you because it's different to everybody just like another thing just oh my gosh i can't english just like a lot of things cheating can be subjective and there is a spectrum to cheating so what are the actions to you and also Nothing against her or anybody, but if we're having a conversation and you refer to women as females, I will probably either just walk away or I will stop listening then and there. I can do a whole other episode on that reason. I probably will, but just that's how I feel. I'm one of those people. Yeah, I am. The same person also said breathing the other way. Listen. If you have a suffocation fetish, ma'am, just say that. Just say it. You don't gotta hide no more. Come out. Nobody's gonna judge you. It's 2021. There is a lot worse out there. If you wanna suffocate, just say that. (laughs) She knows I'm kidding. (laughs) The next question was, is there a difference between finding someone attractive and being attracted to someone? 100% of you said yes, and I am so, so, so glad you did because yes, 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 there's a difference. Okay, let me use, I'm gonna just choose some well-known celebrities because if I talk about anybody specific, you're obviously not gonna know them. Okay. Hmm. Tom Holland. Is he an attractive person? Yes. Anybody with eyes can see he's an attractive person. Am I attracted to him? No. It's just a no for me. Like, I can see him. I see he's not ugly. He's got a good face. He got it going on, just not for me. You know? And someone else, say Young M.A. or her or Nick Jonas or Kofi Sirabo. Are they attractive? Yeah. Do I find them attractive? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I do. And even though I know that whole group of people is attractive, I'm not attracted to every single one of them. 
don't know, I could say the same thing about, what's his name? Spencer from Criminal Minds. Is he attractive? Yes. Am I attracted to him? No. Pete Davidson, I, listen, I don't know why I'm expose myself like this. I don't even know why I brought this man up. It depends on the day. <laughs> it depends on the day. If there was 20 days on the calendar, probably 15 to 18 of those days, I'm going to be attracted to him. And then the other amount of days, I'm not going to be. That's... We're just going to skip that and act like I didn't just expose myself. Like, I didn't just say that name. Okay. Okay, my next question was, do you kiss on the first date? Just like the very first question, 50% of y'all said yes, 50% of y'all said no, half and half, 50-50. Just like a lot of things in life, this is subjective. Everybody has their own opinions. Me, personally, I wouldn't. I just... I need to know if your personality is there enough for me to want to kiss you. Because, you know, me never being in a relationship, I haven't had that first kiss. Because I wanted to be with the right person. I don't want to regret it. Also, if the first time we hang out, you ain't got no chapstick on and I can tell, I can tell your lips lack the moisture. I'm going to give you a second chance to change that. Cause I don't care how the good how good the date was. Okay, got me stuttering and crap. If you're the same moisturized, they're gonna be lonely. I'm sorry. Kiss yourself through the mirror. Okay. It might be like the only shallow opinion I have of people. But girl, I'm one of those people that use the whole tube of chapstick and always have, always have at least Two or three being used at once for different locations at different times. Just always. Just please, no chapped lips, ma'am. Gosh. Anyway, next question. Do you have sex on the first date? Most of you said no, but some of you said yes. And it wasn't that big of a difference. It's more 60 40. Because 64% of y'all said no, 36% of y'all said yes. It depends on the person. Depends on the person. But for me, again, you're like, how is this girl Gen Z? She doesn't curse. She's a Christian, but she's also bi. Never been in a relationship on purpose. Never had her first kiss on purpose. Sex, guys, I'm waiting until marriage. I'm waiting until marriage. That's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it because at one point I used to have a purity ring I wear every day I took it off for a minute because in my mind I was thinking do I want to wait until marriage or just until I'm in a committed relationship during that time I still didn't have it I was just debating whether or not I was going to in my head because I was like if I decide not to wait until marriage anymore then why am I wearing this like I'm contemplating it still so I feel like I should take it off and then after a while I was like well say I'm in a committed relationship Okay, the scenario in my head. We say I love you. That's all good. Then we get to the point where it's like, I'm in love with you. You're in love with me. I can't see myself with anyone else. Okay. Say, I don't know. How would someone wine and dine me? Say we're having a picnic inside or outside. And you have strawberries and chocolate. Or strawberries and Nutella and you give me a sparkling sangria because in my head right now I'm 19 still 19 haven't had alcohol so can't imagine it everything's going good we have sex if you're listening and you're related to me or you are my mother stop listening <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail or anything. I just feel like if I heard my daughter or if I heard my sister or my mom say that, I would cringe. So <laughs> I should have warned you. I'm sorry. Uh, I guess you can fast forward about 10 minutes or so 
because there is a lot of people's opinions on this or you can just stop listening to the episode you listen this far i appreciate your support i love you you love me just go on about your life please love you no shade no tea no shade no pink lemonade love you (laughs) but yeah so we have sex i feel like if we woke up the next morning i i feel like i would regret it I would be disappointed in myself so yeah I decided to still wait until marriage but now (laughs) I can't find my purity ring and like I have one saved on Amazon to get but I haven't bought it yet because I really don't want to because the ring I have it I got it I like a church event and I didn't have to pay for it and like it has a bible verse on it and I just I really want that one it was a good one I want it back I don't feel like buying another one you know anyway after that question I said what are your opinions on sex in a relationship you already know mine so I don't need any more input about that there This person said both should want it and both should have talked about the do's and don'ts and respects of it. And honestly, I feel like you can't word it any better than that. It's all about boundaries. Boundaries and timing. Because this person could think, oh, we're going home on this first date and we're getting it on for hours. And then this person could be like, baby, Steve Harvey, you gotta wait at least 90 days. And the other person could be like, hmm scourge because we gotta wait until I say I love you you know this person said I feel like it should not be forced upon but making intimate love to your significant other versus lust no it should never be forced because if you force any sexual act on anybody I'm just assuming it's a dude that would do that assuming that's a dude actually because any and all genders do it if you're a dude and you say that i'm tying you to a chair okay i am cutting off your balls i am blending them up i am mixing them in with dog food and i will make you watch a dog eat them right in front of you not just that but then when your wee wee is there i'm gonna lorena bob it straight cut it off you throw it out the window throw it out the window well let the vultures have it the vultures and the groundhogs and i'm gonna just it's just not gonna be there it's just gonna be gone stumped castrated and then when your body goes into shock and you pass out from all the pain you'll wake up in a hospital bed and just when you think you've recovered and you've seen the last of me I'll come back and I'll cut off whatever the doctor reconstructed for you. So just don't force it. I'm sorry. I should have said like viewer discretion advice or something. I didn't think I was going to get that dark. I listened to murder podcasts for fun and my first career choice was forensics. So leave me alone. Okay. If you're a woman and you do that, I'm going to cut off both your nipples before I slice each one of your boobs. Inch by inch because why what gives you the right what gives you the rhyme or the reason you know okay anyway getting back to this sorry I got very dark I'm sorry guys it's just things that go through my mind you know but anyway the full comment was, I feel like it should not be forced upon by making intimate love to your significant other versus lust. Yes. Yes. Lust is... I know a lot of people in our generation are all about sneaky links. Do your thing. Do your freaking thing. If you want to have a friends with benefits or a casual relationship, sure. Go do that. But if you're in a serious relationship... It shouldn't be all about lust. That should not be the foundation of your relationship. And then, yeah, I don't want to say too much about that. We'll just move on to the next one. This person says, wait until marriage. Sex isn't casual to be tossed around. At least wait until it's committed. 
I think they meant to type more, but I got cut off. I think they meant to say at least wait until it's a committed relationship. I don't know if you heard that, but I think that was the neighbors. I'm in a college dorm right now, okay? College dorm. There are people on both sides of me. The people on one side happen to be my dorm mates. They're not loud. The people you hear will be the dudes on the other side of me. Okay? Okay. But yeah, what this person said, it's their opinion. Everybody's opinion's different. You know, it's another topic that's subjective. Because they said, wait until marriage, it's not casual. Then the very next person said, have it, lol. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's, everybody has their own opinion. It's individual. It's an individual thing. This person says, sex is cheap. We all know it. And peer pressure is gross. Peer pressure is gross. It's a responsibility to keep it special and fun. Do you, boo? This person said, it's not important at all. Live your best life, ma'am. This person said, try to find what you're comfortable with and explore different things. Sis, freaking go for it. This person said, it shouldn't be the crush of the relationship. Yes, 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 that's what I was saying. If it's a committed, serious relationship, it should not be the foundation of it. But if it's a casual or friends with benefits relationship, then that's low-key kind of the point. You know? This person said it could be healthy and not at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, when you talk about sex, naturally, boundaries come up. And if you cringe through that whole sex part, I told you, if you were going to get squeamish, just, I told you to leave the podcast. I gave you a warning. I gave you a warning. So my next question was, how early can you have the boundaries talk? Because sex is part of that boundaries talk. Someone said as early as you want. Someone said it should be one of the first things you talk about. It depends on the person. Like, you can just feel vibes off somebody or like whatever they tell you. Like for me personally, I need to have that boundaries talk like the day we start talking. Like the day you say, hi, my name is, hi, my name is. I need to have the boundaries talk with you because I'm waiting until marriage to have sex. And someone else might have it every night. And obviously, we're not going to work out in a relationship. It's mutually beneficial for both of us to just, for me to set my boundaries early. Because even though you said it early, there are some booty holes that will be like, oh yeah, that's cool, no problem with me. And then they'll ghost you right after or like some time after to make it seem like they really don't have a problem with you. And then... They ghost you, and you know they had a problem with it. So, set the boundaries ASAP, at least for someone like me. Someone else said, the earlier they're better. Their reaction is a combo, is a English. English, Jenna B. Okay. This person said, earlier the better. Their reaction to the combo is a good sense of their character. That's another good thing. Like, those people I was just talking about that, they reveal themselves as liars and manipulators. Other people that generally don't have a problem with it, you can tell that they're patient and they're thoughtful and they're not selfish, you know? This person said, as early as you feel it's necessary, make sure you and your partner are on the same page though. If you bring it up too soon, your partner could be weirded out and think you're trying to move too quickly. That's true for some people, not true for others. Like me, I said I need to have a day one because of my certain circumstances i need to have a day one you know someone else said early as possible yeah pretty much pretty much pretty much yeah someone said as soon as you feel like as soon as you feel like it the earlier the better someone said immediately lol whoever says lol they just be hitting the nail on the head they just be hitting the nail on the head this person said yes helps build trust (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I read it like that, but she, she didn't really answer the question, but she did. Because I said, how early can you have the boundaries solved? She said, yes, helps build trust. So I'm guessing she very much agrees with having the boundary talk. And hopefully, early, hopefully she thinks early. Someone else said, when you feel it's necessary, usually do it when you first start talking. Whoever said that just read my mind, because that's just what I said. 
It's almost a dependency emotional attachment. And how stable the relationship... Ooh, wrong question. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, lovelies. Someone said early. Don't wait until something happens. Someone else said the second date. Okay. Yeah. That's that. I feel like I should take a break because my voice is getting tired. And when my voice gets tired, it gets a little raspy. And I... Um, I don't like to put you guys through that. So I'm going to take a little break. And when I come back, the question is how early. That's the question we're on right now. I can't English. I'll tell you when I come back. Honestly, I'll tell you when I come back. y'all i'm back for that little break i can talk now unlike the last time i took a break in the last episode it has not been four days it's only been like 20 or 30 minutes i just needed a refresh i did not realize i was talking for like 40 or 45 minutes but yeah anyway like i was saying before the next question is how early do you have sex in a relationship Someone said, depending on the emotional attachment and how stable the relationship is without it. Someone else said, what's Steve's advice on the subject? Because I say wait until marriage. And they said what's Steve's advice because when I asked this question, I also put Steve Harvey's advice or live your best life. You know, and I brought him up again at the end because it was a little typo with that. Someone else said, at least wait until you're in a committed relationship with them. That was the same person that said the, what the Steve said, you know? This person said, when you feel like it's right, one person you might want to off the bat, and another, maybe not. And, yeah, I know there's some people out there, excuse somebody, they want to jump their bones immediately. So other people out there are like, mm, I gotta build up to it. Someone said, it's nice to have rules for yourself, but ultimately, it's a head and heart decision. You may miss up and be okay. I feel like that's okay, because sometimes, as people, we are too hard on ourselves. And if you take a misstep and you're still okay, that's fine. Just know you're okay. It's okay. Someone said, a few months, unless it's friends with benefits. That's her, that's her own personal opinion. Some people want to try it out immediately and it works and seven years later they're married. Other people are like, mm, gotta wait. Someone said depends on the chemistry. <laughs> the same person that has that breathing or not breathing fetish. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying not to be weird with you guys. I make a lot of weird noises. I just do the Megan all the time. It's automatic. I'm sorry. But also, it's the emoji. This person said, OMG, what is sex? And then they have the barfing emoji. So, of course, my natural reaction was to go, eh. <sighs> sorry. I just know who she is, so it just makes me laugh sometimes. Next question. How soon is too soon to say I love you? Someone said anything before you're sure. Before you know you're sure. Yes. Because you could be falling in love with somebody and then your feelings completely switch up before you get there all the way. And some people may think they're in love with somebody because they're really in love with the idea of them. Someone say they may love somebody, but then they find out they can love somebody but not get in love with them. You know, this person said anything before a month. And I feel that, like, for normal people in normal situations, it's, like, anything before a couple of months is weird. But if you're in a situation where you have love at first sight, then it's at first sight. It's that day. Whoever happens, whoever that happens to, they're really lucky. But it does happen. I just want, I just want to keep that in mind. Someone said the first date, bro. If it's not love at first sight and you tell me you love me on the first date, you gotta go gotta go gotta go gotta go i've seen enough lifetime movies now if you're joe goldberg that's different because it's joe goldberg i would probably love him on the first date too but mm, you know 
someone said the first week someone said oh i love her she said lol think about it a few times and shut the f up be sure and then she said three months it's basically what the first person was saying but it's in a way you can understand you may think you're you love them a few times you are allowed to think it but just shut the f up and don't say it you know make sure you're sure and then think about what the other person's opinions are and maybe wait three months it's like steve harvey's rule for sex but like for love give it 90 days someone said less than five months is too soon everybody moves at their own pace me personally i don't know because when i think of a relationship i think of like someone going on a couple of dates and like i like you a lot you like me a lot let's be exclusive but at that same exact time like i was saying when i think of a relationship i think of people that have gone out on a couple of dates are like i like you a lot you like me a lot let's be exclusive i don't want you to have anybody else but we're not in love yet but we're close and then there's an other people i think of like some people go on dates and they really like each other but then their relationship doesn't start until they're in love so that's why i'm just like reading these out and not trying to give too much of an opinion or trying to be subjective well not me trying to be a sub- subjective i'm trying to be objective because it depends on the person you know this person says a week this person says until you know what's right this person says two months and then right after i said how late is too late to say i love you and you guys had some good opinions. This person said after the other person has checked out or already left, at that point it's a tactic to get them this day and that's manipulative. Yes. If you're in a relationship and somebody wants an out, give them an out because it takes two to be in a relationship. And if there's only one person in it, then it's probably not the one. Okay. Someone else said it's too late if you already had sex without the commitment depends on the person i have to think about that a bit like i understand what she's saying but like i have to give it some more thought you know this person says it's never too late but could be too soon love the strong word i understand it but if you're in a relationship for like over a year and you haven't said i love you yet other person could be really invalidated and it's like what am i what's the point of this relationship if we're not gonna fall in love and other people can lose love too it, it depends on it's situational it's situational this person said well you know you do and they don't if it's a situation where you've been in love with them for like eight months and they still can't say it to you and understand but some people are just quicker to fall in love or say that they're in love hopefully you feel it when you say it you don't just say it just because but some people move different some people can fall in love after like two months some people could fall in love after five it just depends depends on the person this person said move at your own pace but if it's longer than six months i'm starting to question and i feel you everyone has their own timetable for when that stuff happens and if it's been a certain amount of months or if you feel certain ways or things start to progress and they haven't said it yet or maybe you haven't felt it yet you're like mm, something's missing or what's happening this person said a year that's reasonable <laughs> that's reasonable someone said it's never too late always make your partner feel comfortable always make your partner feel comfortable yes but it can be too late because what if you taking way longer than them does not make them comfortable but insecure, unstable, and uncomfortable. You know? And then I asked, what's the difference between I love you and I'm in love with you? And I feel like it's self-explanatory. Maybe that's just because I'm a hopeless romantic and I just fill my day with love. I just, bachelor, bachelor in paradise, bachelorette, are you the one? Grownish. I could go on and on. I watched them all. F-Boy Island, Love Island UK, Love Island America is poop. Can't do it. But you get the gist. I just wanted to know what your guys' opinions were. And honestly, they were pretty mixed. I was shocked because like, what do some of you guys have against being in love? Okay. 
to me, in my opinion, it's very easy to love somebody. You can love somebody like within minutes of meeting them. You can love somebody the day you meet them. But then there's also love that goes very, very deep. Like familial love, like I love my mother to pieces. Would I murder someone for her? Yes. Hopefully I will never have to. Same with my sister. But then I also have friends that I love so, so dearly. I would do almost anything for them. I am their ride or die. But being in love with somebody, I'm, I'm not gonna be in love with anybody that I'm not in a relationship with. Cause that's exclusively romantic, exclusively for a romantic relationship, exclusively for a couple. And then that's also a difference like, you can love the person you're dating, but it's a different kind of love when you're in love with them. Like you could love them and not be in love with them yet. But if you're in love with them, then you've already loved them. You know what I'm saying? I hope you know what I'm saying. Anyway, this is what you guys had to say. Someone said loving someone could be surface level, looks or anything. Being in love is loving there. Then they cut it off. And I agree with the first part they said. Loving someone can be very surface level. It really can. But then when you talk about surface level, you're like, is it love or is it infatuation? You don't know. This person said, first one is genuine, second one seems more fantasizing. The first one can be at any level, at any intensity, but why is being in love fantasizing? Isn't that the goal? To be in love with somebody, not just love them? Why does it have to be a fantasy? Mariah Carey, why? Anyway, this person said, for the first one, you love the person. The second is you're in love with the idea of them. Well, <laughs> you could love the idea of somebody. Or you could love them. No, you could be in love with the idea of loving somebody. Or you could be in love with them. And for some people, that's hard. It takes them some time to figure that out. And other people, they know that. And they're like, I can't get there with you. But I am in love with the love of love. I don't know why I said the word am like that. Like I said, can't English. Voice is getting raspy. Ignore that. And like, you can still fall in love with them. You could be in love with the idea of them. But you could also be in love with them. You can work your way there. This person said, in love is romantic exclusively. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly what I was saying. Yes. This person said, being in love is a scam. Ma'am, I, people can scorn you, but everybody's not the same. It's not a scam. When you're in love, in love, in it for the long haul, hopefully for the rest of your life, it won't be a scam. It'll be bliss. It'll be happiness. This person said, I love you can mean many things, whereas in love is only one. Exactly. Precisely. Precisely. Precisely, Priscilla. Yes. Exactly. Hit the nail right on the head. Absolutely, mon chéri. Yes. This person said, anyone can love you, but not any... But... <laughs> English. Je ne parle pas l'anglais. Okay. This person said anyone can love you, but not everyone can be in love with you. Exactly. I love people so easily. I think it's because I'm very empathetic. I'm very social. I just have a big heart. I'm very nice to everybody. Like I can genuinely love a lot of people and very quickly, but I've never been in love. And I think I'll know when I get there. I've been almost in love and I know the difference. But I've never been in love with somebody. Because that can't happen with everybody, exactly like she said. And then my next... My next relationship question was, is there a point to casual and no strings attached relationships? Personally, for me... This is different for everybody. For those of you guys that can have, sorry, English, there was a lot of good good in there. Um, some people can have casual, no strength attached relationships, and good for you. There have been a couple of times where I'm like, I wish I could be that person, but for the most part, I'm okay with how I'm wired. I am a relationship gal. Like I said earlier, if I'm talking to somebody, 
I can't even talk to anybody else. That's just how I am. I'm a relationship person, a relationship gal. I can't do casual, can't do no strings attached. I have no desire to, don't want to try it out. But power to the people that can, because they're living their best life, having fun. Everybody's on the same page. As long as it works out and no one catches feelings and you stay casual like you set your boundaries to stay casual, then live your best life. Go ahead. This person said, well, first of all, a majority of people said there was a point. It was like a bigger majority. It was more 70-30 as opposed to like 60-40. So a lot of you guys say there was a point. Okay, this person says, understanding what you want in a person. And they said, yes, there is a point, because you can understand what you want in a person. Do you? It depends on, like, a lot of this stuff is very subjective. It depends on you as a person. Like me, I know what I want in a person. I know what I need. And it didn't take a casual or no-strings-attached relationship for me to know that. That's just how I am. Someone said, it's a distraction from working on yourself. This person also said yes, but... It's confusing. Explain more, please, ma'am. But yeah. I don't, I think anything distracting you from working on yourself can be a bad thing. Like maybe you could take a little break because you're exhausted, but a distraction? Miss ma'am, if you're not good within yourself, you can't be good for anybody else. You gotta work on that. This person said, no, period. Romantic relationships are long-term commitments. That comes with some strings. Romantic relationships aren't long-term commitments for everybody, though. So that's just... She feels very strongly about the issue, but it's just... Most of this, or pretty much all of this, is subjective. So we just gotta keep that in mind. We can't just make blanket statements. Someone said, yes, there is a point you can still grow. Depends on the person, depends on the person. This person said, yes, sometimes you need the company, but not the problems. Girl, I feel it. I mean, like, obviously there's no relationship to relate it to on my end. But the amount of toxic relationships I have seen the people close to me go through, I don't want those problems. I don't. And I would hope they don't have to go through those problems again. This person said, no, there's no point. It shows that some guys just want your body and not you. It depends on what kind of relationship you want. Like, there might not be a point to you, but someone else that just wants a friends with benefits relationship or just wants a casual relationship, they may be okay with just them wanting their body because that's the whole point. That's what they're looking for. Someone said, no, you still finna catch feelings. Honestly, I actually, I can't even say what I was going to say. It depends on the person. I know people who have had friends with benefits relationships fell in love. Some people who have casual friends with benefits relationships, those feelings stack up on them. Some people have had casual or no strings attached relationships. Feelings never got involved. They did what they set out to do and that was it. My very last question (laughs) was... Here's his deep Harvey. It says, are you a street walker or a deep talker? <laughs> 82% of you said deep talker. 18% said street walker. And I just find it funny that the two people that said street walker are both from PG. Like, that's just funny to me. If you don't know what PG is, it's in the DMV. And if you think the DMV is a department of motor vehicles, do not talk to me. You have lots of privileges. I still love you and everything. We just can't have a conversation. Because you're not dissing my home like that. You're just not. That's rude. That's inconsiderate. And I'm already offended. But that sums up the relationship talk. I feel bad because I didn't know it was going to be this long. So (laughs) let me know. I'm going to link my email. Let me know if... (laughs) The next time I have uh, an episode that's like over 45 or 30 minutes, let me know when you want me to cut it up into two. 
because I feel like you gotta be committed to listen to this episode. You gotta be committed. And I know you're gonna have to be committed because I listen through all of my episodes all the way through before I post them, which means I also have to be committed. So we're in this together. I had to talk the whole time. I gotta listen the whole time. If I get bored listening to her, I'm like, this is too much, then you guys probably think so too. I'm not gonna put you through something I wouldn't go through myself. But that's the relationship episode. There will probably be more in the future as I grow, as I possibly get into a relationship, as I watch Bachelor in Paradise, as someone says something that makes my wheels turn. Either way, anyway, you guys will know. I'll tell you because like I said you're my therapist you guys know everything you guys know most things <laughs> let me rephrase it but let me know what you guys want me to talk about next let me know if you want me to have any guests on the podcast I probably will probably every single one of my roommates will probably be on here probably have some family members on at some point maybe a random person maybe I'll just have random strangers answer questions I ask on my podcast who knows I'm on a, I'm on a college campus and I live close to home there's there's a lot of options here but although you guys are my therapist it's not about me it's about you you guys are listening so let me know what you want to hear let me know what you want to vote on let me know how are you doing and with all that being said that is the end of this episode i hope you guys enjoyed this as much as i did and if your voice is feeling as raspy as mine let's all just go drink some green tea relax and take a nap if you don't have the time. Um, take a nap if you do have the time. Oh, that should tell you I need a nap. And if you don't have the time to take a nap, like me, then this girl, I gotta put you on to the double shot. The double shot espresso from Starbucks. I live off of those things by Walmart. The double shot espresso keeps you awake. It gives you a jolt of energy. But if you're like a nursing major like me or you're in the honors program and maybe you have a a night where you get like four hours or less of sleep, the triple shot, that is only for dire situations because the triple shot, I'm a caffeine addict and personally the triple shot will literally make me shake like I'm going through cocaine withdrawals. But the fact that you can go from barely conscious to energetic, it's just, get it. And then if you're trying to cut back on caffeine, but you still need it, or if you're just like a little bit tired, or like you need, you for sure need more energy, I recommend getting a dark roast coffee. Like the difference between light roast and dark roast is more of the taste and the bean brewed. It's not how much caffeine is in it. It's roughly the same amount of caffeine, but for me personally, I like a bolder, darker, deeper, richer coffee, because the extra bitterness wakes me up more. And I just feel like it tastes better with my cream, to be honest. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. But anyway, I've kept you here enough. Go drink some water. Stay hydrated. Stay fed. Stay healthy. Stay on top of life. And go do what makes you happy because you deserve it. Have a good night. Mwah.